0: Thanks for joining in to the SCN show on the Schmodown Entertainment Network, produced in partnership with Skybound
1: Entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. What up? thirsty thursday you hotties who are we thirsting for today um i just got the starbucks so i'm caffeinating up for y'all because it's been a fucking morning okay it's been a really really crazy fucking morning but i'm so happy to be here we actually have a lot of news to talk about today who would have thunk i'm steph sobron i'm joined by some of my favorite men in the entire world like who knew there would be so many men In my life, that made me change the way that I view men. Good job to this panel for making me (laughs) like men as a whole more. (laughs) Starting with Mr. Ben Goddard, um, Jurassic Park tea I like
2: thank you good morning everybody how are we doing and who am i thirsting for did you guys watch the dune trailer i mean come on can <laughs> oscar Isaac be my
1: dad for the day and tell me right? the exact
2: same thing you told timothy chalamet <laughs> i need that in my life
1: <laughs> that's a really good answer ben starting off strong uh, moving to brett sheridan who are you thirsting for today
3: um uh my wife <laughs> uh good answer good answer did you hear no okay really good answer
1: really good answer we also have alex marzonia in the house alex po- who are you thirsting for today
4: um you know the default answer everybody knows it but you know uh, we're also talking about batgirl and uh, leslie grace was cast so uh, I'd say Leslie Grace. Ooh. I think
1: Leslie Grace, which I said is who I wanted as Batgirl, if we all remember, mm-hmm. is definitely who I'm thirsting for today. Um, Also Zendaya, because what in what? What? Like, it's like it's unfair. I don't under- every time she enters a frame, it's just the whole world stops. And I think everyone feels like that i just she is so i think she's like the most stunning person of our like time right now it's it's bizarro but then we also have um the wizard of oz you're always going to be the wizard of oz because they don't get to see your face as much as we do it sucks for them malcolm what's up malcolm
0: yo yo i'm thirsting for the dune movie that's what i'm thirsting for on thursday I was I like, man, I, I don't need another trailer. But then I went and I watched it, and I was like, oh, God, I want this movie so bad. I want it I, so
1: bad. I am with you, Malcolm. I want it so bad, too. I I was really excited that they dropped it. I'm not really a fan of long-ass trailers, but they did such a good job that I didn't even... It was so awesome. We're going to talk about Dune trailer reaction. We also have, like Alex was saying, Batgirl Leslie... Um, has been officially announced. And then, oh, Michaela Cole in Black Panther. I'm so excited about this. And then a malignant trailer that I did watch, unfortunately for me, because it was <laughs> fucking scary. Um, and then, oh, my, I'm excited. Alex put this on the rundown. Dwayne Johnson responding to Vin Diesel. I didn't even know there was drama before, but you know I love this kind of tea. <laughs> I didn't see the rundown because I woke up late
2: and oh. i was like i know there's a yeah. dune trailer so i'm sure it's gonna be on the rundown so oh. let me just watch the dune trailer and that's all i did can do we have to start with the dune trailer can
1: we start no with no the i rock don't know <laughs> i don't know if we did. how is okay. this not the thumbnail Maybe it's just so i i don't know if you john Lestrina's in the chat I know you're a Fast and Furious fan. I want to know all the details before we get into this Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel drama. I really want like an entire play by play rundown of how it happened. Let's do that after we talk about the Dune trailer. Um, But thanks, you all for watching. We love this community so much. Throw in whatever you can um, to the Schmo bots and Streamlabs. Uh, let us know your reaction to Dune, what you thought of it, or any of the news that we're talking about, or any questions, comments, concerns, jokes, jokes, and all of that um, good shit. Throw those in. Let's just have a really good Thursday because why the fuck not? Why wouldn't we have a great yeah. Thursday? You know what I'm Probably talking not. about? I'm so glad. Look at everyone's on the same fucking page today. I love this team. Okay, let's let's start with Dune and then we're going to wait for all the other news topics because I'm with Ben that really all that really matters right now is the Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson drama. But um, Alex, hit us with the first topic.
4: Let's talk about this Dune trailer. It's going to come out October 22 on HBO Max and theaters at the same time. Uh, Steph, did this trailer make you even more excited? Less excited? If it was less excited than what the hell? Um, yeah. Are you seeing this in movie theaters
1: or in HBO Max? Oh, 100% the movie theater. I, I, if you can see this in the movie theater, I don't know why you wouldn't see this in the movie theater. I think it's going to be the movie of the year. I think it's going to be a huge fucking franchise in a way that's not like forced, like Dawn of the Dead, where we know we're going to get a franchise. Like, I feel like this is like, I can't wait for the stories that they're going to tell with this um, new revelation of it. Made me so excited. I just think that all of the actors picked for this film are so perfect. I think it looks like it's beautifully shot i don't know what locations they're on but i want to go to all of them and then the chemistry between zendaya and timothy chalamet already is just electrifying through the screen and i they have found a way to pair her with two of the like skinny white leading men of in hollywood you stole my lines <laughs> in the best way like and I I love Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland. They are incredible actors and they're really handsome. But like who knew that said they would just pair so well with the goddess that is Zendaya? So hell yeah, I'm so excited about this. Um, uh, Ben, well I know I stole your line, but how are you feeling about the trailer? You know, I, I was going back and forth. I woke up
2: and I was like, Do I wanna watch this? Yeah, like I know my love
1: trailers. Too.
2: And that's the thing is like you know it's the second trailer, so I know it's gonna be the plot trailer, and you know I'm happy this is here for everybody else because I want this movie to make all the money. But I was like, I know I'm gonna see it, but you know, you know what? Let me watch it. And Marvel, Sony, everybody else, this is how you do a plot-based trailer. You give the plot, but you don't give away the entire fucking movie. Like, this is how you do it. Like, him having the dream about Zendaya, what's going on on Arrakis, why Oscar Isaac and Timothy Chalamet go to Arrakis to fight, who the enemy is with Dave Bautista and Stellan uh, Skarsgård, what his relationship is with Jason Momoa. You have this giant cast, and in those three minutes, you got literally fucking everything that you need to watch. You got the romance, you got the sci-fi, you got the action, you got the gorgeous landscapes, you got the score. Everything you need from a movie is in this Dune trailer. So if this doesn't make money, I I don't know what to say. Like, cause the first trailer, I get it. It's like ethereal. It's got the Pink Floyd and everything. Like, what 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 is this? It looks cool, but you know, and I I love Timothy Chalamet and you know Zendaya's at the very end. Zendaya's front and center for this. For all you Zoomers out there, go watch this. So I'm so excited for this movie. I've been waiting for it since, like, the minute that it was announced and that Denis Villeneuve was was helming this thing. So I can't wait. Uh, and I don't know. I, I just want to make enough money to make the second half because I know this is, you know, unofficially, like, it's like it. It's like unofficially part one.
1: Yeah. But
2: there is going to be a part two if it makes money. And I know they're waiting, which I'm okay with, you know, Warner Brothers waiting because it's a big production and a huge cast. But I'm going to go use every one of my A lists, which I hate that it's in October because October is like the most stacked fucking month of this year with everything that's going on. Like, Jackass is coming out against Dune. I'm like,
1: damn it. Jackass likes to make money. That sucks that they're doing that. But like, there's probably not so many crossovers of Jackass and Dune. But are you worried, Ben, that people aren't going to go to the theater for Dune?
2: Well, it de- obviously it depends on what's happening with COVID. Uh, yeah. So we'll see like, what the situation with theaters are. Hopefully they're better than, you know, what it is now. But, I mean, when you have Friends Dispatch, when you have um, uh, Jackass, and then when you have, like, um, what's uh, One Night
4: in Soho? Oh, yeah. That's the week yep. after... Yeah, um, the week before we have Halloween kills and the last duel as well and the week before that is no time to die There's a lot going on in and that's october. the thing like people
2: don't like people on, not everyone has a list You know it even if I did I'd be like oh like I know I would see dune But like what what am I gonna cut out because that's like four Weekends in a row and Halloween kills is gonna make all the money that the first one made bank Everyone's excited for the second one and it's in october so I I don't know why they moved to October like they were in a really good spot um or at least no, like after? that Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what's well,
4: com, is anything what's coming out in December, Alex? Okay, here's here's the rundown for November. Let's go November. Yeah. Uh, Eternals. The sure. week after that is Ghostbusters Afterlife and Red Notice, which is Netflix. Week after that is Top Gun Maverick and King Richard, which is the uh Serena Williams uh father biopic uh and then Thanksgiving weekend is Encanto which is that uh Lin-Manuel movie animated movie and we also have House of Gucci another Ridley Scott movie week after that is Nightmare Alley this is December now and Soggy Bottom Soggy Bottom's a Paul Thomas Anderson Nightmare Alley's new Guillermo del Toro second week of December is West Side Story after that is Spider-Man after that is Matrix 4 and King's Man and then uh, that's pretty much December. So it's stacked no matter where you put it. And so I think this is the best place to. No,
2: play. like even, even some of those weekends with like Encanto or something like that, yeah. like or maybe the Gamble Del Toro weekend, like, just get it somewhat out of the way. Yeah, it's hard to avoid Marvel. It's hard to avoid, you know, the Matrix and Bond and all these big franchises. Especially this year where everyone is like, just like, we just need to get this movie out of the fucking shelf right yeah. now. <laughs> but October is easily the most stacked month that I can see on paper. And so it's just like, I don't know. It's It seems so strange to do that. But I'm going to at least see it like three or four times in IMAX. And so I'll I'll contribute at least like a hundred dollars of my own money plus a, probably a few clicks on HBO Max. I don't know what that does, but I'll do my part.
1: <laughs> ben, you're such a good citizen. You know we what? So I appreciate fine. you and your A-list. It's it's just the small independent films
2: that cost two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like that's the one I'm pulling. For. I, that's why like, as
1: soon as I thought I saw the trailer, I was thinking like, how they do this on such a budget? It's so <laughs> right. The, is crazy. it 200 million? It's
2: gotta be. Like, I know, like, Blade Runner was around that same budget as well, but yeah, it has to be. It looks,
1: So it looks insane. The only thing that uh, was a little bit interesting of a cut on the trailer to me is that the scenes with the scene with uh, Jason Momoa and Timothy Chalamet, he hit his arm like six times. You know when guys, like, hit each like, they're like, yeah. tap, tap, like a dad tap? Rewatch it. It's like eight times. And I don't know if it's going to make, yeah, pull it up. I don't know if it's going to make the cut of the movie, <laughs> but I'm like, you, this is ridiculous. Uh, Timothy Chalamet's probably fucking bruised from Jason Momoa tapping him. Like, those hurt after a while. Brett, did you get a chance to see the trailer?
3: Yes, I did. Sorry. I just, like, my wife knocked on the door. We had a building inspector here. And she didn't give me like a text heads up. It was just like, they're here and they're right there. So I'm like, kill camera. Ah. So yes, I saw the trailer. Um, I feel like, oh man, I wish I didn't have to watch that.
1: Because uh, oh, it-
3: I was with Ben on this when I wanted to be, go into it like completely, you know, blind. And But uh, it, it looks, it definitely looks fun. And I didn't, I didn't even expect any humor in it. But uh, maybe that one joke with, Uh, his muscles was the only joke in the whole um, trailer, or movie, but so, yeah. Like, they,
2: like, I wonder can't. if like, something in Jason Momoa's contract is like you have to let me bro out at least one time yeah. in every movie, yeah. like yeah. you just yeah. have to let
3: me be a bro <laughs> and that's such an uncle thing, that's such a, like, I giggled, like, that's the uncle joke of dad jokes like, I'm like oh god, how many times did my uncles do that
1: to me? Yeah. Yes. Did you review the footage, Ben Alex? Do you see I, it? I only saw it twice Oh like, really? Maybe I'm exaggerating. Like he's got his, he has his hand. He, yeah, I'm talking about all the hand movement. It's like he is doing like martial arts on him, like in. in <laughs> he sats him once. puts his hand on his shoulder, and then he's like, he like squeezes his arm, and, and then he hits thing. his arm on the way
2: out. It is a, it is a lot. It's a lot of contact for sure.
1: Is that actually the play-by-play? Or are you guessing? Because I
2: would like a. No, th- no, no. I'm watching it. Okay, okay. so we have Ben on
1: the ground reporting live. Ben. Give us the play by play.
2: So Jason Momoa and Timothy Chalamet, we don't know how long they've been apart, but Jason Momoa walks up and gives Timothy Chalamet that good old bro hug, that half hug that says like, hey, you know what? I love you, but don't get it twisted. We have a case of the not gays. I promise. I promise. I promise. (laughs) So he goes up and taps him on like, oh, I've had a dream. Ah, cool, bro. Tap on the tap on the arm. And then he cuts away to the dream, and then he's got his hand on his shoulder, like, yeah, bro, I love you. Good stuff. And then he squeezes his bicep, like, oh, do you have muscles? Oh, uh, no, never mind. And then hits him again, and then leaves. Four.
1: Four. Four, so, four <laughs> body contacts in a five-second... Four body contacts. <laughs> that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> okay that is my if that is my only flaw though they're doing fucking fantastic <laughs> so I, I usually hate trailers so it's good that i picked up on i mean like that says a lot that's the only thing i picked up on but is that i feel like i'm today years old when i'm realizing it so a plot trailer is the second trailer mm-hmm. usually what what's the order teaser it's plot? Like a, yeah it's like teaser but like Used to be teasers were like 30
2: seconds, but now teasers are like two minutes with just like, like, oh, here's, here's Shang-Chi, Kung Fu, Marvel, done. And then like the next one was like, I gave you this amount of time to be a normal person. Now it's time to take over the 10 rings. Oh, you don't like your father. No one in comic books likes their father. Get over it. And it like goes into like the plot of like, what's going to happen?
1: Ah. Yeah. Ah, well, Alex. I know you've been very excited about Dune. I know you're a big Zendaya fan. How are you feeling about this trailer?
4: Uh, I'm loving it as well. This is probably the only time I'm ever gonna watch it because I'm not yeah, just plays at the theater. I am looking down or stepping out of the theater. Uh, I just don't want to. I just want the visuals to be fresh again in my mind when it comes out. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think this is gonna be a, a major. Oscar play for Dune, um, for for, uh, Warner Brothers. This, In the Heights, and probably King Richard, they're probably going to push the most. So I'm excited just because they're excited about this movie, um, clearly. So, uh, yeah, I hope everybody goes to see it in theaters as well.
1: Do you think, because... I feel like amongst our friends and the like critics community and like all these film reviewers, I the Dune has been on everyone's number one. Like I feel like it's the number one movie for all of my friends in the space. Do you think that that's only like the people in our in the nerd space? Cause or is it universal? It's I I feel like Dune is not like a Harry Potter property, but pretty fucking big. I,
4: I think. I think outside of yeah outside of our circle it's not really well known but I just the fact that they have all these stars that's going to attract people so yeah. they did good on the casting um yeah Ben what did, what were you going to say Just uh, the
2: same and that's why I think this trailer really works is because I mean Tim I don't Stone know this 20 of dollars I just...
5: Here's Woo. me praying to whatever gods may be that Dennis, a director whose works I fully enjoy, doesn't get saddled with back-to-back box office bombs. Please do be yeah. successful.
1: I think it's going to <laughs> be. I- Thank you so yes. much for starting Huge. us off. That I um, really Thank appreciate you. it. I actually have a feeling that if it's not massive the first week... I think this movie could be so good that it gains the conversation and then the se- it has a massive second week if it's not the first week.
2: I hope so. Like I I hope the the word of mouth of like people from the film community and like do this and like you know film Twitter whatever you want to call it. Like I that's why I really do like this trailer because again, like I'm going for Denis Villeneuve and then like the cast is like okay, this cast is like fucking ridiculously good too. But this trailer is, like, there's such a good story to do here. And this is, like, Star Wars. Like, this is, like, sci-fi battles. Yeah. And like, family and, like, generation and, like, lineage and Game of Thrones all mixed into one. Like, there's such an amazing amalgamation of stars and story and graphics and visuals here, like, there's something here for, for everyone, honestly. And it's rated PG-13, so they're not excluding anybody. So I'm really hoping this trailer does it. And I hope it does make that crossover. Because, yes, everybody that's on any YouTube show, whatever we do, is excited for this movie. It's like, this is on the top of everyone's list. Or or in the top five with, you know, Edgar Wright's movie. Or Bond, or something like that. Like, But this needs to make that crossover. Like, to get that box office money. Oh, my God. Are you What's okay? You? She did.
1: So sorry, Ben. That sneeze knocked the soul out of me.
2: Yeah. I thought
1: like, you got hit by a sniper or something. I sneezed, and then it was like, whoosh. Wow. Uh, okay, going back to the streamlabs, who sent that in, and what do you mean back-to-back bombs? What was Blade that? Runner. Oh, Blade Runner 2049? Yeah. Was a a box office bomb? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they spent like well over two hundred million. You were saying? It it was a
2: big. I'm looking it up right now. Um, that was
1: a good movie. I enjoyed Blade Runner twenty forty nine. And that's the thing is that everyone loved it. That saw it, but I didn't see it in theater.
2: Yeah, it made uh. Well, I mean, it ended up making some money. Like the budget was one fifty estimated, and then you kind of have to do the you know another seventy five for marketing. Uh, and it made two sixty worldwide, so not what they wanted to. With a budget of a co- of you know one hundred fifty million, if not two hundred million, with advertising and stuff, but it-, it wasn't what they wanted it to do. But I think with this cast, with Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet, Dave Bautista, Jason Momoa, like they've got the names in this movie. To like to bring people in as well as like the film community, so I'm hoping against hope. And I mean, again, it's weird to be like, oh, come on, Warner Brothers, come yeah, on, huge company with a two hundred million dollar budget and A-list stars, <laughs> you can do it. Like, it's not a twenty-four or something like that, but I I want this is my movie. I'm very excited about it, and I want it to be successful to at least get a part two.
1: Yeah, I agree completely. Dave Bautista's the villain. Yes, that's the only character I'm. I'm interested to see uh, his portrayal of that character, like if he, cause I I think he's a good actor and getting better. Like at uh, every movie he does, like the zombie z- movie he just did, <clears throat> Army I thought he was, Army of the Dead. I thought he was pretty good in, but I'm curious because for some reason I just have a hard time, and I know I can't be the only one. Even with Dwayne Johnson, I I. John Cena, like watching the WWE actors, it I it's really hard for me not to see them as that when they're on screen for sure.
2: So. No, the the reason I'm excited is because like, uh, Deni got the best performance out of Dave Batista at the beginning of Blade Runner. Like that that moment, I was like, oh my god, Dave's like a fucking actor. I forgot you know I, about that. You, uh, go honestly, it's probably on YouTube somewhere, Steph. If you want to just go watch that opening scene, cause he's so good in it i was like i was blown away
1: he almost stole the movie good fuck yeah i'm never preying on someone's downfall i'm just curious to see that would be awesome and see even same with jason momo i think jason momo is a really good actor but sometimes that like bro vibe does pull me out of some of his scenes Not all of them, but, like, some of them. Or, like, oh, my God. I hope they have, like, I
2: hope him and Timothy Shalom may have, like, this secret, like, hip-hop handshake that they cut out of the trailer.
1: Yes. (laughs) interviews (laughs) with him and Timothy together are the funniest things ever. They're, like, the two, they're, like, two opposite, looking
2: human beings like it's just like the most opposite of opposite you could be and i can't wait for them to just be like buddy buddy and stuff like that i want them
1: to play like thumb wars together just so i could watch like jason momoa like take his entire thumb over timothy's hand that would be the funniest (laughs) thing yeah i'm curious to see how it goes um malcolm you were excited about this trailer too right any other thoughts about it
0: um yeah i absolutely fell in love with the book um maybe two years ago i would recommend that everybody go and get um the audiobook from audible it's awesome there's a lot of chapters where they have different people reading for different characters it's super immersive it is such a cool story I didn't know until now that this is only going to be the Tim first donated
5: twenty dollars I agree with ben w b really needs to get their bleep together, so both them and Universal can give Disney the stiff competition the film world desperately needs
2: right like Disney's like just like waiting in the waters for one or two more bombs from Warner Brothers before they like so uh how much uh how much is that over there <laughs> how much is uh how much is d c how much is uh? How much is so, uh, how,
1: that? So how, how much? How much? Uh, how much over there? The huh? yeah.
2: Exactly.
1: Who sent that in? Who That said? was Kim Sim. Kim Tim, Tim Sim. Tim Sim. Appreciate you, fam. As y'all know, our goal is to get to 300 but we would love to get even higher and higher and higher than that so whatever you can throw in we really appreciate give us your thoughts on dune or any of the other topics that we're going to be talking about today um we always love to hear what y'all have to say because you're just as nerdy as us woohoo All right uh, Malcolm you continue with what you were saying it's a really immersive audiobook <clears throat> you Yeah it's this.
0: it's such an interesting story um so I am unbelievably excited. I've been excited for a year and a half now when yeah, the movie was worry. supposed to come out, what, last October? Um, so I <laughs> I am so ready. I'm going to be in the theaters for this one.
1: Yes, me too. I can't wait. Well, let us know all your thoughts on the Dune trailer. Do you have any more thoughts on this panel? Nope, just can't to- wait. Can't okay, wait. well, I can't wait to move to this next subject, uh, very important. Alex, were you able to find, or I guess I can look too, for like an article breakdown of the Dwayne Johnson Vin Diesel drama? Uh,
4: okay, here,
1: let's see. I think I found yeah. something.
4: Well, yeah, they they they've been feuding for a long time. I think since F Seven, I believe. Uh, but a few a few weeks ago. Uh, Vin Diesel came and s- came out to say, um,
1: okay, I have a history. Can I just read okay, this? Have it? Yeah, yes,
4: give me, be give me the breakdown.
1: <laughs> okay, this is from Cinebo- Cinema Blend. It's Vin Diesel and The Rock, a history of their fast and furious beef. There's a shot in the closing minutes of Fast and Furious Six where Dominic Toretto and Luke Bob's dynamic reluctantly glows from an international cop chasing a Dodge Charger. Upset. Wait, is this just a this two is like full by- Ken Burns, like yeah Civil the two standby side by side, looking the general direction of that, not making eye contact, giving a confusing perspective that leaves you wondering what's going on next.
4: Yeah, okay, Steph. You're uh, breaking up a, a little bit too much there. Oh All my right, God.
1: uh why why does this happen? What about now?
4: You're better
1: now. You're better now. Okay. Cut it. me it's off right if it happens again.
4: again. We'll All
1: do. right. We'll do. Okay. Some, uh, something similar can be said about the real-life feud between The Rock and Vin Diesel that went public during the making of the fate of the Furious and didn't seem to calm down until years later. Yet, here we are still discussing one of the strangest chapters in the history of Fast and Furious movies, and one that also played out in coded messages, tweets, Instagram posts, and even in publications around the world. What? What? Here's a fast and furious breakdown. Okay. The Vin Diesel Dwayne Johnson beef became public with the rocks candy asses. Instagram post in August, 2016 has never been made entirely clear when Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson first started beefing with one another, but the first chapter that played out extensively over social media and the media in general kicked off during the production of the faith. Okay. Why are you repeating yourself? Um, Johnson shared some behind-the-scenes footage of the film's iconic prison fight scene before taking things to the next level in the comment section where he called out his male co-star while not naming any names. This is the quote. Universal has been great partners as well. My female co-stars are always amazing, and I love them. My male co-stars, however, are a different story. Some conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals, while others don't. The ones that don't are too chicken shit to do anything about it anyways. Candy asses. When you watch this movie next April and it seems like I'm not acting in some of these scenes and my blood is legit boiling, you're right. Bottom line is, it'll play great for the movie and fits this Hobbs character that embed- that's embedded in my DNA extremely well. The producer in me is happy about this part, final week on Fast 8, and I'll finish strong. Um, okay, that's... I didn't know he said something like that. Um. The Rock, okay. In the days following, it became clear this message was pointed at one person, one person only, Vin Diesel, who just so happened to be one of the film's producers. Um, so I guess they had a one on one meeting, but it got out of hand so quickly. Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel had an improv. Yeah, so they had their meeting. Um, where the wrestler turned actor confirmed not only the meeting but another rumor about he and Vin Diesel not filming any scenes together. This is correct. We are not in any scenes together. Vin and I had a few discussions including an important face to face in my trailer and where I came to realize that nope. we've Stop. Them. Stop. Stop. Robot. Oh no.
2: Robot.
4: That that that. Robot. That that.
2: Robot.
1: Robot time. Robot. Robot.
4: It's time. Robot time. Let me check my watch. It's robot time.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Try. Try now.
1: Are you guys trolling me?
2: No, <laughs> you're fine now.
1: Okay essentially just seems like they had beef on set. And so, Alex, and can you catch us up to today? Dwayne Johnson was quoted in response to Vin Diesel.
4: Vin Diesel, a few weeks ago, said, it was his tough love approach to producing that got The Rock's performance where it needed to be. He didn't, uh, Diesel said, like, my approach wasn't, like, Fellini-esque. Referencing, of course, uh, Federico Fellini, who did lots of Italian movies back in the day, uh, and The Rock came out yesterday to say, I laughed and I laughed hard. I think everyone had a laugh at that. And I'll leave it at that. And that I've wished them well. I wish them well on Fast 9 and the best of luck on Fast 10 and Fast 11. And the rest of the F, F movies that w- they do will be without me. Uh, and yeah, and then even Emily Blunt said, Just thank God Diesel was there. Thank God he carried you through that sarcastically. Wow. So uh yeah Emily, this, it seems like my girl. <laughs> <laughs> this beef between the beef boys are is still going on um <laughs> Wait
1: I'm that- reading another quote from Vin What is wrong Vin Diesel later said his feud with Dwayne Johnson was blown out of proportion and then Vin was quoted before this saying I protect the franchise. I protect everybody, including Dwayne. I protected Dwayne more than he'll ever know, and it doesn't matter. He doesn't have to know, but he appreciates it. He knows it. Dwayne has only got one Vin in his life. Dwayne Johnson only has one big brother in his film world, and that's me. That, I love Vin Diesel, but that quote obviously could be taken out of context. Sounds very narcissistic. (laughs) you
2: only got one in context it sounds narcissistic like context does not matter when it comes to Vin Diesel (laughs) that we feel I mean I like Vin Diesel he's he's a good movie star but it's just like I don't know why you know you watched um fucking what was it uh Return of Xander Cage the the latest triple x movie and I feel like he got scared that The Rock was taking over Fast and Furious because he went and got made like a whole new crew for Triple X. I was like, All right, are you are you good? Like your movies are making more money than they ever have. Like he's
3: like, happy.
1: You good, bro? I don't know. Yeah, the Emily Blunt edition. Oh, <laughs> Brett, what? Where, where are you? <laughs> oh, Brett, us? look at
3: it is. Oh, <laughs> Brett, Brett uh, everybody, Brett's back. It's, oh, I'm, Brett, I'm, I'm on Kate Brett.
1: time. Kate time right now. 1030 start. <laughs> what did I miss? What did I miss? Welcome to the show, everyone. This is our friend Brett Sheridan. He's really shy on the mic, so please don't troll oh. him in the chat. Um, He's a big cheese connoisseur. He's a famous bird watcher oh. in many parts of L.A. Brett, did you see any cool birds today?
3: Oh man, there's ones that just wake me up every morning that I, I want to send my cat out to destroy. <laughs> Is that bad? That's not a bird and watch. She her. wants to destroy them. She. Oh no, I watch them so to destroy them. Is that bad? Is no. that a good? I mean, with kindness and uh, my choking fingers. Uh, um. So what are you guys talking about other than? talk all the
1: drama. What drama? Between Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel. It's super juicy. Essentially, Vin Diesel said that he coached Dwayne Johnson into giving a performance through his tough daddy love. And Dwayne said, I laughed. No, I hate that bird. I hate that bird. Fuck
2: that bird, dude. There's a video, guys. I guess like that bird's mating call is clicking its beak a lot. It sounds like like pull that video up. It sounds oh. like a fucking machine gun.
4: What is
1: it's, wrong with this bird?
3: Are we back it's, to? Is this the? What's the? What it's called? It a shoe oh, bill. Shoe bill. Oh, oh <gasps> ah,
1: yeah. <Bird. laughs> it's shoe bill.
3: <laughs> we gotta shut up about this and start writing the script for this horror film. Yeah, Don't you're right. anybody else steal this from us? Because that right. alone, shoe bill.
1: What does it sound? It's like, or what,
2: Ben? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I it just like was on my Instagram feed. And like, it literally sounds like a machine gun. Like, it, like they could, a Foley it artist could use like this machine for a video healthy. game or something.
1: Is it playing punk music?
3: What did it say? Like, we've noticed you were interested in terrifying
2: birds. Check this one out. <laughs> Well, cause I follow like a few like nature, nature Instagrams and like though like, cause I like nature. Um, do you
1: watch, right. you, do you watch uh, like animal documentaries? Oh, every once in a while. Yeah. Oh my God. I love them so much. They're so it, great. It, yeah. So good. I like wait for like, fuck shark week. It's about big cat week in that geo. Okay. See, like I used to like
2: shark week and then I remember, I can't remember when it was, I think it was like in when I was in college, like 2010 or 2009, Where, like, they opened with, like, the Megalodon stuff. And, like, Mm. no, the Megalodon is real. I'm like, you are fucking opening Shark Week with this fake bullshit. Like, (laughs) give me the reenactments. Give me all that. But, like, don't open with the Megalodon stuff. Is it real? It is.
1: But you don't have any proof. (laughs) No, we don't. We don't have proof. I agree. They made it a But I get it. Also, sharks do get a bad rep. The amount that they kill for how much they could be killing us, like they're not like the murderers we think they are.
2: (laughs) No, that's like kind of like the fucked up legacy of Jaws, is that like Jaws like one of my favorite movies, but like it really turned up the heat on like hunting uh hunting sharks and it's I
1: have to call out my people. The Japanese are the fucking worst when it comes (laughs) to aquatic animals. Like their fishing industry practices are so horrific in a lot of parts of Asia, but in Japan specifically, like with the shark fins. Oh my goodness. And we've I feel like Jaws is the best for that. <laughs> for like yeah, for yeah. making that seem okay. So on this week's Animal Planet, yeah, respect sharks. <laughs> that's, that's
5: actually animals, something I heard easy. on the
3: radio is that people are talking about, is that detrimental, these things to sharks, because are people more aggressive to, like, killing them and stuff? But then it's like somebody said in the ladder, it would be like, well, but then would people be like, sharks are our friends, let's go swim with them, and then get eaten. Well, then you're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's such a thing as natural natural selection, and if you're
2: that stupid, like... It's one thing to for it to be like, oh, you know, like, sharks rarely attack humans, and then when they do, they think you're a seal or something like that, and they rarely ever eat people. They'll, like, just bite you and you bleed out, but mm-hmm. for you to be like, oh, sharks, let me go pet one. Like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. It's a wild animal. Like...
4: <laughs> oh, I learned to stop. <laughs> have any of you eaten shark before?
1: No. I haven't.
4: I had it in Beijing and, like, it's way too chewy. Like I, it's so hard to swallow because it's just like super. It's j- like
1: gelatinous. God, I, yeah. yeah. It looks like fat.
3: Oh, I'll I'm dumb. I've had head. shark. I've had thresher shark. My wife's dad goes on a kayak and catches one that is the size of the kayak, oh. and then puts them in
2: with them. Um Yeah. People that go in kayaks and oceans are insane. Yeah. Like there's there's too many <laughs> no, videos right. out there of like insane. whales hitting kayaks <laughs> or just like. Not even like a whale hitting a kayak, just like a gentle breeze, and then the kayak rolls over, and then you're fucked. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, he does. Uh, he does like free diving with a spear and catches things in like kelp beds and stuff like. He's, he's the dude's. He's he's he grew up in Hawaii. He's like total
1: a badass.
3: You know, yeah, first time I met him, he he come, I come over to his house and I do the bad impression. My wife says that my my Hawaii pigeon guy is horrible, so bear with me. But he goes, hey, come here, bro. And he takes me upstairs. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this talk about, like, you know, you better take care of my daughter and stuff. And he shows me a picture of him holding this thresher shark. He goes, see that shark there, bro? I caught that. And I'm like, cool. And that's it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, that was the whole – I'm like, so – that's it? Are we, can we go back downstairs now? You're freaking
1: out. Oh my gosh. I know my dad would do some weird shit. I know he would. He's like, like, come see this bird. Yeah.
2: Jesus. Yeah. Dad. I, like, I'm not a big uh, like animal hunter, but if that shoebill stork was after me, I'd stuff that motherfucker and put him on my wall. <laughs> yeah, what's up? I hunt fucking dinosaurs in this house, baby. <laughs>
1: Dude. How would you kill the yeah. shoe,
2: you got. I'd glove up, man. To start okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Give the old one,
1: okay. too. Honestly, Ben, <laughs> what is your issue with animals and thinking that you have a chance? <laughs> I just have a
2: dream, Steph, and my dream is to box every wild animal on the planet. No guns the way nature intended it. Just bare, bare knuckle brawling every animal on God's green earth before oh. our environmental disasters destroy it.
1: Yeah. In a, yeah. In a
3: previous life, Ben was an old timey circus performer that would box hey. the bears yeah.
2: and like
1: Come kangaroos. On. Come on, let me at him. Let me bully, at him. Come up, you dukes. Give me a knuckle sandwich here. Straight to the moon. Straight to the moon. Wow. So, first a mountain lion, then came a shoe bill. What's next?
2: Whoever whoever wants this these hands can get it.
1: <laughs> you want these Ben Smoke?
2: These you hands want? are like Richard Attenborough. They will narrate your downfall, baby. David Attenborough. Oh, it is David Attenborough. The Richard Attenborough. On his Attenborough. Is the
1: actor. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? It is Richard Attenborough. Just he like Crawford. Crawford, I'm gonna get these
2: hands. <laughs> Wow, These well, hands are like Daryl Hannah. They're a 10. Okay. Ooh. That
3: was That's cool. Bo Derek.
2: Yeah, God damn
5: was... it. <laughs> of all people,
2: Brett was the one to correct me on that too. Yeah. I'm done.
1: I'm done with my fucking references today. Johanna was splash. Oh, 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 oh thank you. <laughs> um, well, speaking of other cool shit, uh, I know that there's a really cool clothing company. Brett was wearing her. Oh really cute shirt of a few days ago where that one looked really great on you Brett. I'm serious about that.
3: Thank you. Thank you. No, my wife definitely was giving me some compliments as well. And that shirt was from our friends at cuts. Listen, fellas, the sport of business means demanding excellence from your craft and your wardrobe. Your fit needs to be versatile, blending timeless style and comfort so that you look as good as you feel for that. There's cuts clothing. They've taken the classic men's fashion staple, the plain tee, and redefined it, combining premium quality with minimalistic aesthetic. I got that out. Cuts, shirts, polos, hoodies, and crew sweatshirts are made for the man who works hard, plays hard, and never settles for less like Ben Goddard, all in the sport of business. Built for performance in the boardroom, the bar, or the gym, cuts, clothing, keeps you sharp whenever the game takes you. Take a plain tee, make a Tony Stark. The blending edge of fabric technology meets the man competent enough to wear it, and that's Cuts clothing. Listen, in 2016, Cuts founder Steve Borelli set out to create clothing ready for every occasion for the modern man's needs. He started by reinventing the T-shirt. Yeah, he reinvented the T-shirt. The end result, what GQ magazine calls the only shirt worthwhile, and I'm telling you what, people, these shirts are comfy, and they make you look sexy. The signature buttery soft Pika Pro Tri-Blend is a bold new take on a classic design. Combine the open blend of high-quality cotton, polyester, and spandex. Yeah, you heard me right. Cuts is a premium with a purpose. Each piece of clothing is designed with custom-engineered fabric expertly graded for the perfect fit, arming you for every challenge and opportunity. All right. Enough of that. Where can you get it? I know you're yelling at me. Please stop yelling. I don't like it. It hurts my ears. It's not just a lifestyle. It's not just clothing. It's office leisure apparel for the sport of business. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash SEN live. What's that again, Brett? I will tell you. That's cutsclothing.com slash SEN live for 15% off the only T-shirt worth wearing, Steph. Only one.
1: Woo. oh thanks brett <laughs> thanks brett, for the the great clothing tips
3: i and hadn't you... done my me 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 mama i was going why yeah. is this
1: beeping yeah then... you didn't have your <laughs> mariah carey warm up properly alex do you warm up your voice before you sing
4: Yes. Uh, well, it, it's like a day, a, a day long process. I wake up in the morning. I go on a run, expand yeah, those beauty. lungs.
2: Like,
1: <laughs> ben, we're talking about like- British shit right now. I don't. Uh, think-
2: if you have the fucking audacity to not call Kesha an artist, I will come through this screen and come at you like you're a shoe bill store,
1: I love Kesha. You okay? fuck it better. wash my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Okay, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> However, Alex is talking about his warm-up.
4: Yeah, Ben, shut up, Alex. <laughs> uh, going to run, expand the lungs. Drink tea throughout the day. Uh, a few days before, also, I start eating oranges, getting all that vitamin C, so I don't get sick. Uh, and then uh, just like play a little bit, a few hours during the sh- before the show, so I can and like uh, play and um, sing, just get those lungs expanded even more. And then I drink whiskey during the show
1: is that's i'll have to write that down since i'm working on my singing career as well alex I I want some leave. more tips, yeah whenever yeah. you yeah. need it yeah is, you need in it. your opinion first you've heard my voice is there any like what are the like with sports you can get a better you know you can get more athletic what are the odds that i get any better in my lifetime at singing
4: well again yeah it's just practice so um Try you really think Liz- that? I think so. Yeah. Anybody can be a good singer. I that's believe that Steph. I believe it. And, and this Steph isn't talking about practice. this. Is talking about me. They're not talking about Steph. I've uh, taken
2: uh, voice lessons. I've taken singing you lessons. You have. And they did not help. <laughs> and that's that was not the fault of the teacher. <laughs> ben, have you sang on this show like fully? Oh uh, yeah, I did. Um, the Nightmare Before Christmas thing oh
5: no that was good are you singing
2: again yeah because it was like a character thing it wasn't like actually singing it was like it was like talk singing
3: but you could do you could do musicals because that's you know a lot of times that you don't have to actually like sing sing you know yeah but uh i think you're spreading some dangerous misinformation alex yeah, um, and you might.
2: You are borderline might, uh, Elmo right me. now, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, we might have to cancel Alex just purely for giving someone like me hope because oh. I shouldn't have any. Steph, you, <laughs> our Steph friend, like Hawkeye, don't give me hope. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't yep. do that to Steph, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not even close. There was someone who was like offered to give me singing lessons. And I'm like, are you? Are you kidding me? Like, that's just, like, <laughs> what do you think's going to happen?
2: <laughs> Was just... it a guy? Because they, yeah. they probably they probably want to bone you.
1: <laughs> men, fuck off. Speaking of men today, another chapter in I Don't Understand Men. Yes. Oh, yes. My favorite stories. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's, like, a, there's so many to catch you up on. But just specifically this morning, I was at, we had just finished hot yoga, me and this girl that were like, you know, like when you go to a workout place and you're like, oh, I think we're going to be friends eventually, kind of like her, like we, I I think we'll be friends, but we just met in the yoga studio and we were walking out to our car and after hot yoga, I'm not saying this like to like get it, it's, everyone looks like fucking shit because you are just sweating your balls off your face gets red gets a whole thing it's not attractive at all and we are walking to our cars and she actually there's guy with his girlfriend in the car starts hitting on her and is like oh like because I I guess I think her I think she might be an influencer I don't know it seemed like that from the conversation and he was like I get why your man doesn't like want you walking alone looking like that and his girlfriend's right there, hits him on the arm, and I was like, "What is happening? Why would that?" Hold on, we're yeah.
2: buffering again. Oh, Ugh.
4: it's oh. Steph.
1: I've been right. You haven't yeah, been. My here. arm still hurts. I keep going MIA, but I've been. My internet's not been good today.
4: Ugh.
3: Ben's cleared up. You were a little chop in the beginning, but Yeah, my
1: my internet's been a little it's the
2: spectrum fucking sucks in North Hollywood. Like it fucking is so terrible. Um but if you need to retell the story What what do you guys consider an influencer? And I'm like I I know I don't know if we're on the show or not, but like I'm on it I'm genuinely curious. Yeah.
1: Um I think anyone who like, just does social media and they have like a decent, like, above 100K, I would say. Like, below like- oh, 100K?
2: Okay. Yeah. That's, that,
1: that's what I was wondering. Like, what's the hard number? For I, me, it's if all their, go ahead, Steph. I think once you're at 100K, you can start making like a million a year. Yeah. I think it's and
4: just. if
1: everything
3: whoever- you post is. Is, is selling something, that's when I think you've made that. Some people have a couple things here and there, yeah. you know, like you know, but if if every single, there's people I follow that the, every single thing they do is, you know, they're trying to plan it out like it's, they're just, oh hey, what do you guys, what do you do for your fun? <laughs> I like to go to Cabo.
1: You know, <laughs> like, oh, really? I <laughs> can't afford no, that vacation. I know. We were just talking about that last night with uh, Doreen and Rocks so like during the beginning and like the first six months of quarantine, how all influencers and celebrities were the worst fucking people ever. (laughs) I I could not think it's like, that's what happens when you're so separated from real life issues that you're like, Oh, we're all in this together. Like meanwhile, you're under a cabana and it's like, (laughs) we're not in the same this together. We're not doing the same thing. Like we are in apartment complexes, you are in a private island. Our lives are not the same right now.
3: My yeah. my wife loves uh, Zach uh, Shepherd. Is that his name? Yeah, Zach. No, Ephron? No. Uh, F- uh, no, Dax. Zach, and he's, Dax, Dax, sorry, Dax, sorry, Dax. Sorry, oh, Dax. Kristen Dax. Bell's husband? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were kind of talking to people about how, like, they're like, you know, we are kind of bummed that things are getting back to normal, because we got a lot of, have a lot of family time around the pool and stuff like that, and and she, she loves listening to it, but that's when she was kind of like, oh, you're completely out of touch with people like us who have an apartment, and didn't have a pool and had, you know, couldn't go to certain, the parks were closed. So yeah. that was my kid's backyard was a park. Yeah. Know? So when they shut that down, it's like, oh cool. We don't have the local pool or the park. We'll just sit in here and um not talk to each other in separate it's, rooms.
1: It is so, uh, and I'm curious to hear your opinions about this, but for me, I know some, I've had arguments with people who don't feel the same way and it doesn't really matter. But for me, I think comedians lose their touch when they be, get out of touch. Like Kevin Hart and um, fucking, what's her name? Ellen DeGeneres. Mm. Those Their two latest stand-up specials, one was called Unrelatable and the other one, I don't know what Kevin Hart's was. And, and the gag was to say, like, they really went full on and to say, like,
5: Hey, I think we're back.
1: Uh, There's some internet issues, but we've got tissues and we've got you, so I think we're okay. What was that? (laughs) We've got tissues for our issues, you know what I mean? I like it. So, um, no, it doesn't mean anything and it means everything all at the same time. It's a really poetic statement. Whoa, bro. Yeah, it's like super super meta. You might not understand, but...
2: Is it like Sagittarius rising and Leo sinking and uh
1: I don't know reason, I can't even like fake I've...
2: astrology because I don't know what the fuck it is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good for a poser. Um <laughs> but <laughs> but thanks y'all for sticking with us through that. I think we're okay for now and hopefully we'll be okay moving forward. Um, but send in your SchmoBot streamlabs. We want to hear from you. This whole hour can be dedicated to our conversation with you. We want to get to three hundred. So send in whatever you can And hopefully we'll be able to be here For the remainder of the hour Where were we?
4: We were talking about influencers um, Talking about your uh, Your your Story from oh. Hot Yoga This morning
1: Yeah. Oh and then I got That's into my Malcolm. car And so then I'm driving And this happens multiple Times and I don't understand That hitting on people through cars Malcolm is it down again? Or could we keep going? I'll keep going. Okay. So, uh, the hitting on women in cars is fascinating to me because... favorite show. I think, yeah. (laughs) That's the Seinfeld (laughs) spinoff. Hitting on women in cars getting coffee. So, uh, because it's kind of like all hitting on women where I don't think there's truly a purpose. It's kind of like, let me just ruffle some feathers and piss them off and also just say what I want to say because I get to. And I, but the car is confusing. It's like, it's so rude to me. I like all, I was on the phone and this guy's like in the next car, the car next to me, I look over, I'm like seeing his hands flying on the fucking phone, clearly talking. Like you see my face talking and I like look and he's like, roll down your window. And I just say, Fuck no! Like I just weren't. Fuck no! Like what the fuck are you talking about? I'm gonna roll out my window while I'm on the phone with my sister for your random weirdo ass. Like, it's just ridiculous. Your like, car is on fire. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
1: your car. Oh, fuck you, man. No, no, the back. Look behind no, no, a you. No, baby on your car. Fuck. <laughs> You! <laughs> See, that's what's happening. Like, I'm not going to trust people, and then something's really bad's going to happen, and I'm not going to get the warning, because there was so much bullshit it, before that.
3: I had my gas uh, tank thing was open or whatever, just flapping along, and some guy on the freeway is, like, honking at me and rolling down the window. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> he's, like, I'm
5: he's like, your gas
1: tank. I'm like, oh, thank you. I was about ready to fucking tear you into my house. <laughs> That was happens when, like, people flash their brights. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I will yeah. beat your ass. And they're like, no, your lights are off. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I know that. I
3: like driving in the purest I, of
2: the dark. I, okay, were you guys told as kids or or whatever <gasps> that don't flash your lights to people because that's a gang thing and yeah. they'll come and kill you? Oh, no.
4: I, 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 I thought you were you talking were never about told something that? else. Oh, no. About
2: that. Yeah. We that was so like, like... I
4: thought that was an L.A. Man. thing. I thought that was an L.A. thing. Nah, yeah, bro, that was a that. Cali
2: thing. Dog, what's up? <laughs> oh,
1: no, Fresno, what's good? See, Dude, I that, thought That you...
2: was literally... That was a Fresno thing. Like, the uh, there, there were gangs out there that they said, like, if you are Fresno at night...
1: Like Fresno gets dirty. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right, Fresno, yeah. There's good parts of Fresno. There'd be bad parts of Fresno. And there would be, like, if you are driving at night, and you see someone like with their lights off, don't flash them because they're driving around. And that was like the initiation where like, if you flash your lights at somebody, they'll turn around and they'll fucking kill you. Wow, that's a
5: beat. Yeah.
2: I thought right. just to I still
3: redirect.
1: Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I <thought> yeah, that- <laughs> and that is so ingrained in my head yeah. that I still don't do it. Like, you would rather, like, eight accidents
2: happen because that person (laughs) didn't put on their life. Okay, you know what? It's L.A. There's a million fucking cars behind me. Someone else can You know what
5: that's called?
1: Bystander effect.
2: Yep.
3: That's how
1: people get killed in these streets while Mm -hmm. public viewing.
2: Yeah. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, the drivers that are fucking rubbernecking because they see like a little flashing light that is just like a goddamn tow truck on the freeway, that's the bigger problem than me not flashing someone my lights at someone. So
1: that causes a lot of accidents, doesn't it?
2: Rubbernecking? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yes.
1: I just learned about that because I always used to be like, why is there so much backup after an accident, even when it's cleared? And then I moved to L.A. and started seeing everyone fucking break their necks to see. Like, like, why do you want to see a catastrophe?
2: I don't know. Like, the 101 will literally slow down to a crawl. And I'm like, oh, what happened? And then you look over. And it's it's not even an accident. It's just someone that has a flat tire on the side of the road. And there's a tow truck. And then it's like, and then it speeds up. I'm like, oh, my God. The worst is when everybody. people
1: pull over when, and I can tell that there's no damage to the car. Like they just were checking, and I'm like, get if you don't hear a loud fucking noise and your car still drives, get off the fucking freeway, and pull over with yeah. the with the person off the freeway. Like I am not getting out of my car on the freeway unless I absolutely need to. Yeah, it just doesn't sound like a fun thing to me.
3: Nope.
1: Well. LA driving quite the fun thing. <laughs> also, what's fun is if you send in streamlabs and Schmo bots because oh. it's been quite silent. Would love to hear your support. We are back. Um, well, we did get a, a
4: schmo bot. Well, <laughs> 18 minutes ago from a new guy who says, "I'm just putting this in to see how bad the delay is." Well, a new guy. It's 18 minutes. <laughs> is the delay for, me for
1: that. Well, uh, yeah, new guy. Great. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for the science thank experiment. You. Please keep sending in Streamlabs, SchmoBots, anything y'all want to talk about. We do have a few more news stories to get to, but we want to hear from you. And maybe Ben will sing once we get to three hundred. No, no, no one <laughs> that, wants. Like, why would you
2: just? But uh, do we want to make money? No one wants to hear me sing. I this did. is
3: the same thing, Steph. This is the same thing that you think this will work because having you sing worked versus yes. Ben doing ASMR versus you and Roxy. You could say the most throw-up-worthy things ASMR and people go, oh, damn, that's sexy. Ben does something that's trying to even, may even be sexy to see you guys, but they're going to be, nope, that
2: not my money. Care. The internet is not the same for us, Steph. <laughs>
3: In really? good
1: ways and bad. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's a give and take. Um, All right. Well, the goal is to get to 300. Um, We have like 40 minutes left. We can definitely fucking do it. So thank you for the support. Alex, let's get to our next story. I sent it to you
4: in the chat. Uh, We got a poster and the title for Jordan Peele's new movie, which is just going to be called Nope. And I think you've got to say it that way.
1: That's fuck. Okay. Look at this fucking cast lineup. Daniel yep. Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and Stephen Yun. Wow. It says, yeah. A New Terror from the Mind of Academy Award winner Jordan Peele. Nope. <laughs> yeah. The only way to say that. So it's out uh, July 22nd, uh, 2022. Only in theaters, specifically. Fuck yeah. I love that. Only in theaters. Who I knew think it Get yeah. Out was going to be his longest title? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do we have any plot or summary? Um nope. Nope. <laughs> like E40 song. That is the E Yeah, I was just about to say that
4: stuff. Oh same my
1: god, we're on the it. same page. Yeah, yeah. Exactly
4: one year from now it'll come out. But uh wow. I am excited that uh it says select sequences filmed with IMAX cameras and um I don't know if you guys have been to a, a the real IMAX and seen like, you know, the full screen, you know, Project, yes, like five stories high or whatever. The fuck. Um, there's the one at City Walk, right? The one at City Walk, there's one in Ontario Mills, I think Irvine as well. Um, I saw Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises there. Wow, I, I'm trying to think of what other movies utilize the full screen effect, yeah, but um, I hope they're um, using it in that aspect because sometimes they can use the IMAX cameras, but it's still the cropped ratio, um, but. I'm really
1: obsessed with this cast. I, I think this is huge for Daniel Kaluuya that this is now a second movie with Jordan Peele. That's pretty cool. Jo- like, we've seen directors pick their favorite actors that they reuse. I think now we're seeing a pattern with Jordan Peele and Daniel Kaluuya. And that would be sick if they had, like, an entire career making movies together. Um Daniel Kaluuya, I actually met like a few months ago. He's a really fucking nice guy, too. So I'm all about that. And I've heard nothing but great things about Kiki Palmer and Steven Yun too. And I'm excited for Kiki Palmer because I feel like she's really been uh, blowing up on social media and as a host. But she started as an actress, as we all know. And I don't think we I haven't seen her in something uh, I don't know if this is serious, but more, like, set up to be potentially, like, Oscar nominated. Has she? I feel like it's only been... like
4: that doesn't really look like it.
1: Yeah, the, like, most recent thing. Hustlers?
4: Season.
1: But she was barely in Hustlers, I feel like. Yeah, yeah good for okay. her. And then obviously,
2: oh, I was thinking of Kiki Lane. I was like, okay, Kiki Lane Kiki is from Summer's Beale Street. The one
1: who goes, Sorry to this man. I don't know this man. <laughs> the vanity fair video that went viral oh that's kiki Palmer. yeah
2: okay i do not know this man okay I, i've used that gift like a thousand times so
1: everyone it's the best gift of the year in my opinion you see? yeah i mean i i
2: would love for Dana kaluuya and um uh jordan peele to just be like the new scorsese de niro or something yeah. like that that'd be awesome like I think Daniel, uh, Jordan Peele has already proven that he can work with literally anybody. W- what he did with uh, Winston Duke and um, Lupita Nyong'o, yeah. like that was she should have gotten nominated. hundred uh, percent. So in my my opinion, every movie he's done, both movies he's done, has had an Oscar worthy performance in them. With Daniel getting nominated and then Lupita, so I I only need is this poster to go see. Like it's so crazy that in th- in two movies. Jordan Peele is already that guy that you're like, yep, Jordan Peele, I'm there. That and, guy. And even, you know, I-, I wish they wouldn't do it as much because I wish, you know, um, uh, Nia DaCosta, like I'm glad her name is finally on like the trailer for Candyman because it was like from producer Jordan Peele. It's like, that- that's great, but can we put the director first? Direct, like, and not, yeah. and not just Nia, but like, you know, anything that was – anything, what, what's the, the studio, uh, Blumhouse? Like, anything Blumhouse would be like, from the minds that brought you Get Out, here comes Truth or Dare. It's like, that's not the
1: same movie. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> no, I know, but I get it, because Get oh, Out is yeah, such you a have. phenom. Yeah. Yeah, but I know, but Nia DaCosta is, is such a good director that people should know her name, you should want to flex her name, and there's no issue in saying dir- from per- director... Anita Costa, and then producer, Academy Award-winning Jordan Peele. That's just like a double flex that they could do. Uh, But, yeah, I think none of us really need that much convincing. It's a one-word poster, and we're like, "Yup, we're there. Yep, indeed. I love Mm -hmm. it. MK
4: Songbird in the chat says, get out, us. Nope. Nope. Works all as a sentence. I love it all.
1: Nope. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. Fuck yeah, Jordan Peele. This is a good lineup. I wonder who else will be in it, but it's a year away, so I, I'm glad it's just like a little teaser and nothing more. We don't really yeah. need to see anything else. All right, Alex, what's next? All right, next
4: we got... Well, speaking of Daniel Kaluuya, he's going to be in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Michaela Cole just got cast in the movie... Uh, Obviously, there's no um, character reveal or anything. But, Steph, are you excited to see Michaela Cole join the MCU? Do you want her to be a villain? Do you want her to be a hero? Uh, What's your thoughts here?
1: Uh, Michaela Cole, another Oscar, like, Golden Globe, every fucking thing snub because she should have gotten nominated for everything for um, her latest HBO show. Why is it slipping my name? I May Destroy You. I May Destroy You. That was top five shows of the year, if not top three. It was so fucking phenomenal. She's created and starred in multiple projects now that are so incredible. She's a name everyone should know. I think she is one of the most talented people ever. And she's one of those rare talents where she mixes drama, like serious acting with comedic acting so brilliantly. So in terms of whether I see her as a villain or a good guy, I think it could go really either way. It could be interesting to see her as a villain but i see her if they want a comedic person her being that that person in the cast uh, and because i think that most of the lead cast that we have right now black panther was less jokey than a lot of the other marvel movies that we've seen so i do think if they want to follow in that guardians of the galaxy way that they would maybe put her as more of a comedic character uh ben what are your thoughts on on her casting in the black panther and potential character I don't know much about Michaela Cole cuz I I'm, I'm bad with TV um
2: but I'll I'll trust you guys cuz I I saw the internet blow up with it yesterday so she's got to be good she has to be good um I'm I'm I am curious about like cuz I just rewatched Black Panther and so like I'm wondering like what I'm so curious to see what they're going to do with this story like I'm just in every way like you know them adding new people Dana Kaluya coming back cuz like i Duke yeah, just everything about this movie, I'm just like, what are they going to do? Like, let alone, you know, with obviously, you know, Chadwick Boseman no longer being with us, just like there's so much that they could do with, you know, post Endgame, even like post Black Panther with, you know, all of the the tribes fighting and stuff like that. And uh, like Dana Kaluuya siding with Killmonger in the the big finale right there. Yeah, That was a bitch move. Real bitch move. Real bitch move. And that, that was one of the problems I had. I was like, they needed to explain that more, that just, like, Wakabi just, like, dropped all alliances. Yeah, because
1: like, was like, I will kill you. I don't care if we fucking...
2: Bro, like, Akoye, like, so I can't wait for Okoye to come back. So I badass.
1: think that when I was looking at the cast, obviously there's Daniel Kaluuya and Winston Duke, who I'm really excited about, and I think that they should make them into bigger roles because those are two great actors that you could utilize... With their storylines too, but Black Panther, where it shines is its is the black women. The I think that they should focus on all of the main black female characters and just make that like the um, Asa. What's the group of women warriors called? The As- oh, like, oh, Dora Milaje. Yeah, oh. Dora, just make it a Dora Milage movie. And then, put, and then put Michaela Cole in the Dora Milaje. <laughs> That That's what I
2: want. <laughs> yes, well, when bad. you have fans freak out when AO shows back up and yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier, like you've made an impression with these women. And I, I'm so I, I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, like I was watching it and just like the non-action stuff of Black Panther is the best the MCU has ever been. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's either that or, like, Winter Soldier, but, like, the character stuff and, like, the dialogue, I just World wanted building. more from that. And you could tell that's where the director and uh, – Alex, who is it? I'm I'm blanking right now.
4: Uh, which one? Uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther. Ryan Coogler.
2: Ryan Coogler, yeah, oh, I just man. totally mind farted. Um, like, that's where, like, you could tell, like, that was Ryan Coogler's movie – and, like, the third act that everyone hates is, like, oh, yeah, okay, that's the Marvel part of the movie. It's, like, no, like, like I would have loved them just, like, having a conver- – like, Killmonger and uh, Black Panther like actually having that conversation about, like, what it means to, like, to be Wakanda. Why haven't we shared our resources with the world, like, where black people are struggling everywhere and we're just sitting pretty, like, on our, you know, Vibranium Mountain? And so I'm so excited to see what this movie does in every single way. And, like, I think – who said it? um. Tiffany F was like, "Please be Storm. That would be awesome. Storm coming in, like, like minus T'Challa, because you know I know everyone that they're married in the comics, but like her still being a part of this would still be amazing because Storm is a fucking badass, and that would be the coolest way to introduce the X Men for me is fucking Storm in Wakanda. Uh, So I'm just I'm so curious to see because like he was talking about like, oh, this is the hardest rewrite I've ever had to do for so many reasons." And so I'm really excited for what they they have in store.
1: me too. I hope it I really hope it's like a beautiful project and and does does right by the story. Brett are you a fan of the original Black Panther? And are you looking forward to this this casting? Uh Yada and Yada? Yeah, um no, definitely.
3: the the first one was great. I'm excited for the second one. I'm all, you know, it was it was weird talking about it um you know after Chadwick died and like how long they would you know push this off and what it was going to become and stuff like that so it's going to be interesting how they they deal with all that and um you know it I just I I, I hope it's good and I hope there's the, it, it, it it there's some tribute there there's something something that just makes it very heartwarming in, in both regards so um but definitely this is a, a franchise that I love because as I always say I love comic book stuff that I don't know the origins or anything about yeah. you know i know superman i know batman i know all these martha don't say that name i just that? i don't hear this anymore <laughs>
2: that's exactly how they say it too why just that name yeah why just that martha 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 <laughs> that's my cat's name why'd you
3: say martha that's my mom's name my cat. it's my cat's so weird like like
1: <laughs> yes okay you guys where is everyone we need the schmo bots on i need to hear your support or else i'm never gonna come back on this show <laughs> <laughs> but seriously send in so send in whatever you can we really appreciate it we're we only have 40 dollars. we need to get to 300 what do, what do we what do we got to do you need some caffeine sent to you i need some help from yeah. you but until then, I need help in
3: other ways, Brett. Well, then you're lucky, Steph, that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Listen, there's a lot of stuff, but so many things going on. Everybody's trying to get you Are We going back to normal, Are we not, whatever. Everybody's been suffering through some stuff lately and everybody needs to get some help and BetterHelp will help you access your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. Now listen, it's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help line. It's professional counseling done securely online, and there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, but this service, BetterHelp, is available for clients worldwide. Uh, You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors anytime. You got to dial these counselors in, people. You know, get somebody to challenge you. Don't just stay with something that's stagnant. Now listen, BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional online counseling, and the best part, financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. And visit their website, betterhelp.com reviews, to check out their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional in fact so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting an additional counselors in all 50 states special offer for sen live listeners get 10 percent off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sen live that's betterhelp.com slash sen live go get some help people we all go need it some help uh, people
1: that's true we do all need it and now the schmobots are turned back on, so I want yep. to hear that shit flooded. So Thank that was God a we
3: had
2: them off.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alex, how so... backed up are we with schmobots? Yeah.
4: Oh, uh, let me check. Let me check. Uh, now we can
2: get in. it back.
4: Yeah. Let's 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 put them on.
1: Not backed up. Not backed uh, up. Oh. Pussy eater 69 says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's gonna be their savior today?
5: Sorry guys, <laughs> that was
1: my burner account. Oh. Uh, <laughs> It what is your burner account's name? I don't think I don't have a
2: burner account. I don't have a Finsta, as the kids call it. I
1: don't, I don't know have... what
2: I would need for it.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I don't either. And I feel like I'd be afraid that I would like accident. I would like build a bad habit of doing something weird on the Finsta and then do it on my own page. Exactly.
2: Like I'm afraid. Like yeah, I'd be so afraid. Like I uh, pull a Kevin Durant and tweet <laughs> from my main account. <laughs> like oh no, Kevin Durant's good. He doesn't need any help. Well, what are you guys talking about? Uh, Kevin, that was from your main account. Oh, I got hacked. My bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you think he was like trying to tweet that to his
2: like private account? No, he was like – I think he was responding to like – it was like someone – either someone commented on his Twitter or like ESPN or something like that. Like he was responding like in a very pro-Kevin Durant way, but it was from his, and he said it um, from Kevin – and he like either referred to himself in the third person or something like that, or it was like that senator that was like – replied to his own tweet of like, Senator so-and-so has plenty of black friends. I was just like, this,
5: oh, no.
0: Yeah, as as a gay black man, yeah. Oh, I
2: remember that's that. What
0: that's what it was. What it was. <laughs> and then are like, oh. oh, oh, no. I was just quoting a, a constituent said to me.
4: Uh,
1: oh. Jesus. Just, the, best. just the absolute best. Yeah, that's a whole mess. That is a whole mess. Wow. Totally. How- and just, huh? like, it's my it's my
2: favorite thing just to see them try and dig their way out of it. It's just like like hacked is just like the best. I mean, it's very possible, but it's just like it wasn't. No. <laughs> we all know it's OK. It's
1: OK, we're trying to dig ourselves out of a forty dollar hole to three hundred. <laughs> so just just doing really well on this Thursday. Doing super Well, what was I said? We're going to have a good Thursday. What's happening? We're not having a good Thursday. Is I'm not having a great Thursday. I was having a great Thursday
3: until these motherfuckers came in and checked my apartment and started beeping this alarm that keeps going off. But you guys don't hear it. That's fine.
1: Um, I
3: I don't think my mom is watching today because she's out for a walk with my sisters who are visiting her. But it's her seventh birthday today. So um, give her some shout outs in the chat there, people. And also... Um, another person who gr- brings me great joy. It is Cooley High's birthday today, as mentioned yesterday. So, um, yeah, so yeah, I, I wish I could be with my mom. My sister got to go, um, but I'm going to see her in a few m- months, hopefully, when my brother finishes building his house. Yes, my younger brother can build a house because he chose not to live in Los Angeles. And Chase. A horrible dream. I love America. I love rich <laughs> and billionaires. Put the penis rockets in the sky. I wish that things would go back to normal so actors can go fucking act and stop doing podcasts that steal views. Come on, motherfuckers. Go back to the moon That's how I love to sing every day. All right. That was really good. That, that really You guys really got good, that for Brett. free. Send it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thought, Suck it, Adele. That's what real
1: heartbreak sounds like. Uh,
5: <laughs> James Wheeler uh, donated $50. Woo. I hope this James. helps.
1: It Thank you. Does. I appreciate James. you, James. You so much. It does. It, it does really does help. Thank you so much for leading the way to our goal of 300 <laughs> We can do it. Poor Sparta! Come on!
3: We've pulled it off before.
1: Yeah, we've got it. We've got it. So, I think we need like about what? 250 more. Or is that it? <laughs> That's that easy. It? Yeah. We've got it. We have 25 minutes or so to get this goal. Let's fucking go. We can talk about whatever you want. If you want us um if you have any like impressions or things you want us to do, throw those in as well. We really really appreciate anything you can give and that you're giving your time to just be with us today. Yeah, cause uh,
2: somehow me uh i'll get blamed because alex on the show every day brett's <laughs> irreplaceable so is steph so christian will be like you know what i gotta blame ben uh, yeah. that's the only, that's my only option here so yeah i will be because getting my I phone call today I was, I, too many dad
1: jokes too many dad jokes <laughs> yeah was it was it one too money alex what's next
4: Well, uh, let's talk about this malignant trailer. Did you guys have a chance to see it? Uh, It is directed by James Wan, who is doing his first uh, horror movie since Conjuring 2 back in 2016. Steph, what did you think of it?
1: I thought it looked fucking horrifying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought it was really scary. It's exactly what I fear of in this world could happen. I think it's all possible, I I don't like how realistic it sh- feels, even though I know it shouldn't be this realistic. And I, I, I'm not the best judge of scary movies, but it scared the shit out of me. So I think it's doing its job. It looks interesting. It looks like it actually has a real story, which is some of my issues with horror films when it doesn't have a purpose and they just want to scare you. Um, and the lead actress, what's her name? Annabelle
4: Wallace.
1: Annabelle Wallace. So she... Sh- I read in the article, so she was in Annabelle, and her name's Annabelle. Yeah, we and she wasn't Annabelle. Small no. world. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hold that's the twist second. of the movie. Spoiler alert. That's this is also an M Night Shyamalan okay, movie, gonna, and that's I the fucking twist. The
2: We're gonna do a live watch right now.
1: Yeah. Wait, but also after this, Alex, since the embargo's up of old, we could give our non-spoiler thoughts on it too. Oh, okay. and good. on um Snake Eyes. Oh, you saw it? Ooh oh. Yes I did. I don't even think I sent out my tweet on it. Um I feel like Snake Eyes was made for me. <laughs> I just like really feel like they took me into consideration when they made the movie. But, uh, Ben, what are your thoughts on the trailer that we watched? This girl looks exactly like Rebecca Ferguson, first off. Oh, you're still on the twist. Oh, when you said
2: Smart World. I just got from James Wan. Big fan. Oh. Oh. What are you looking at? He's watching I'm trailer. watching the trailer.
4: Oh yeah, I love yeah, I love how real, yeah, how realistic it looks it looks like they're doing practical things, which I love about conjuring the the conjuring movies uh, the first two at least.
1: yeah, exactly yeah.
4: like you can see you know all the camera movements and how everything is in camera. So, yeah, uh, just as a filmmaking. Brad, are you I
1: watching love it, love it too now
3: no i was when when ben said small world i thought he said small wonder and i'm like wait is this the adult uh g- girl who played small wonder which was about a robotic daughter do you guys oh know
1: my god <laughs> ben <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Ben, it's fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What part are you at? I need more commentary. Uh,
2: it's like the done, done. Like it's like the finale of the trailer. People be getting fucked up all over the place yeah. right now. It's creepy. Yeah, so I want to so.
1: see what that. What was his name? George. Gabriel. Gabriel, I want to see what Gabriel looks like. I'm like, pull up. No, actually, don't, Gabriel. I, <laughs> I don't want the smoke. I don't know who you are. I don't know who hurt you. All I know is I want nothing James to do James Wheeler with you, Gabriel.
5: donated $100. James.
1: James.
5: You're
4: James.
1: You're the wheelist. This is what I'm fucking talking about. You're going to have such a great fucking week. So I'm going to send you good vibes all week for that. Thank you so much for all that unbelievable vibes, James. support. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, yo,
2: that moment where like the guy turns off the TV and the couch fucking uncushions or whatever, yeah. and then he gets fucking like, yo.
1: That, I think we should only live review trailers in um Italian accents because the way you just and <laughs> then he just gets fucking hit and then and then yo fuck. this fucking guy, he like he's turning on the TV and then like I the couch is Sally like
2: what that's the that's fuck, that's dude? That. Like, uh, yo, gobble ghoul over here.
1: It's my it's my Gabriel's my I'm a Gabriel ghoul. <laughs> uh, yeah.
4: This movie's so- coming out, theaters and HBO Max, on September 10. Are you watching it? Which format are you watching it, if you are going to?
2: Like this. This is my yeah. format. <laughs> right? <laughs> format.
4: <laughs> I usually watch loud movies, especially horror movies, with uh my eargasms, uh, like little earplugs so i'm definitely wearing actual earplugs (laughs) for this one
2: yeah james Wan likes to make his horror movies
4: very loud for sure
1: so this comes out in september
4: yeah september 10
1: the only way i'm i'm watching this is if i get like bamboozled by a group of friends or like a friend to be like please what bamboozled i love it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's usually how i watch scary movie
4: would you do do it for a goal
1: yeah i would but yeah i would it just i i actually you none of you have seen me watch a scary movie i think brett no you didn't watch me watch a trailer i cover my i'm not fucking around when i say i cover (laughs) my eyes i get genuinely scared and then um so like the Conjuring, I think yeah, it wasn't the second one, but the first made me cry because I got so like jump scares oh. really fucking get me. Like I, yeah, my body's not built for scary movies, but I would watch it if we like if yeah if I got bamboozled like if there was a goal or someone was <laughs> like you gotta watch it, you gotta yeah watch it.
3: no she was hoodwinked bamboozled um like, any of these so,
1: things <laughs> so crazy like they like covered my eyes told me we were going to this like secret location. <laughs> and then the movie was playing <laughs> yeah i think I, i'm with alex because
2: it's really the the sounds because it's like now nowadays movies like they don't trust like just the jump scare they'll they'll put like that big boom behind it so it's like i i just plug my ears the whole time so i'm gonna wear actual earplugs and it'll be great mm-hmm. yeah I hate scary movies too
4: yeah check out eargasms uh we don't they're not sponsored by us but uh they're great you can they have they uh just lessen the harsh sounds. Without, and you can like still hear people, like hear talking and everything, but it's just all those decibels that are over. I forgot what amount it is. Uh, it helps a lot. Um, especially during you scary don't want movies. like
1: horror sounds just internally shot into your brain and your I ears. used
4: to, but no, no longer,
1: no longer turns you on. I get it, too. I get yeah. you. Well, that's weird. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like some
3: headsets you you were going to listen because your parents were home and oh. you can't watch it loud but i I thought you but you're this is an i what I is it? this
4: eargasm yeah. orgasms
0: definitely check it out um if, if you want to sponsor us please
2: yeah <laughs> i might yeah. buy some
0: i'm going to a concert next yeah. month These yeah would I,
2: be... I think a few of my uh, uh Wait, co-workers so... had it at the nightclub i used to work at my yeah, yeah. mom
3: has uh, tinnitus. This might be, she, and she loves, you know. I mean, when she can go back to concerts and things like that, and she fully ear plugs in movies. So maybe I, maybe this would be a good.
4: That's great. So, like, it watching... takes it
1: from not peaking or something.
4: Yeah, sent, like all the all the sharp higher sounds, uh, that really like can hurt your ears. It just less it like levels it out essentially.
1: I get a warning on my headphones every... like, Because I listen to my music in my car and my headphones everywhere loud. I bump music everywhere I go. I love loud music mm-hmm. so fucking much. Yeah. Every time I, um, I get notification from Apple, which I never ask them for advice on how I could lower ear exposure. I'm like, I don't care. I want this shit pumping,
4: blasting. But <laughs> After- maybe... Yeah, I mean, like playing playing live, it's always I always use the earplugs. But like after seeing some metal, that's that scared me.
1: Oh so, yeah. Well, that's like, like a metal something. band.
4: Well, still, it's like we still play loud as hell when we played uh, <laughs> full band and everything. So.
5: Cause you're a rock star. Oh. I, I, like I Dude do so donated five hundred dollars. Donated twenty dollars. Oh, you Sorry. son of a bitch! Not a big baller, but wanted to help out. Ugh. Okay
1: so appreciate any amount of money you could ever give but the 500 like but you, you know
2: what you fucking did
1: you know what you fucking did man i'm gonna have you swimming with the fishes no thank you so much for that i uh we i believe are like 70 away from our goal and i think we can fucking do it we have 15 minutes left Please keep sending in Schmobots and Streamlabs. We really, really, really appreciate the support. And thank you for that $20. Even though it wasn't 500 it's still very welcomed here. So thank you, even though you're a troll. I love you. But I want to talk about um, old Alex oh, and then um, Snake Eyes. What do you think about old? I thought it
4: was not as bad as I was expecting. Uh, oh. One of the things is that, you know, like, yes, we all saw the trailer. Paper ben, hoops. I know you... <laughs> Ben, I know you hated the trailer. Yeah. Um, and then what lessened my expectations even more was, hey, guys, the embargo lifts the day before the movie comes out. It's like, mm. ooh, okay, okay, okay. But, you know, it was it's a classic Shyamalan. It's like, the, like he's, it's silly as hell. Um, there's a lot of weird direction and dialogue, but he nails tone. Like, everybody's playing into this reality that uh, he establishes that is, has become, like, his brand now. So, a lot of interesting acting choices, but uh, <laughs> I wish he trusted us more with the script as well. Oh. But you know, it's I think it's it's one of his uh, one of his better movies. I'd say. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think. So it was,
4: you'd recommend it? I'd recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be divisive, uh, <laughs> but uh,
1: right now it it's, it's, at, it's fun. Right now it's at a fifty-eight percent on Rotten right. Tomatoes. I thought that it was a really It was an exciting watch. I think, like, the entire time you're kind of interested in what's unfolding and what's happening, I thought all of the actors were really good, especially with the use of the story. You'll see, I think it really fit in uh, well. And then... I think that there was a lot of cool shit with it. Like there's a lot of good where I'm like that was dope, that was kind of cringe, that was scary, that was weird that it like makes you feel a whole bunch of range of emotions. I think I felt like all of the spectrum of emotions and kept me interested the entire time, but I agree with Alex on the script. I think I had some dialogue issues that I didn't love and I really love and look for dialogue. I I think he would just really benefit off of having a co-writer with him Mm -hmm. because his stories are there. His like weird creative thinking is obviously genius. And I think if you just have a good writer who can help you like tie up the loose ends and create like more in-depth dialogue, he could do really, really well. But I think it was uh, better than I expected as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah like home. the
4: metaphors there the good good yeah. body horror a lot of fun stuff there
1: yeah yeah so i would check it out if you're going to the movies and like you just want like a cool like a f- interesting watch with yeah, some cause, friends
4: because ben i don't know if you know like this movie is like what if they were old yeah, <laughs> yeah. what
2: if like every half so, hour they gosselin donated
5: like... 30 dollars yeah. thank you thank Toad. you hell yeah
1: goslin we love you thank you so much for that we're getting closer to hitting our goal we really 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 appreciate you so thank you thank you thank you uh and then okay and then snake eyes i knew from the beginning that i wanted to see this movie so bad i love henry golding I love Andrew Koji. Warrior was my favorite show of last year. Shout out Joe Star for getting me on that show and the internet on that show. And I think Joe Star is the reason that we're getting a season two of Warrior, which it's so deserved. I've recently, like, really been into, like, kung fu ninja fighting movies and shows i've been visiting revisiting a lot of bruce lee's films and i'm um and then warrior was obviously in that realm as well so i was just really excited about this one i'm not a big gi joe gal so that was my only concern is that i don't really love that brand of movie like Toys to movies because I think sometimes they try to serve the toy company more than they are making a film which bothers me but I thought this movie especially the first half was excellent like I love the entire movie I feel like there I didn't realize how heavy that they were going to play into Japanese culture at all and I thought. They did such an excellent job with it. Visually, it's stunning. I think they caught, like, the essence of Tokyo in the sickest way possible. The actors were really great. The main actors. I have some of the acting choices were a little bit weird, but I think the main (laughs) cast was awesome. And I think that the story that they chose to tell was really good. And I think the first half, I I was with Roxy and Darina, and we all had the thought, well, is this my favorite movie of the year? Like, is this fucking oh GI Joe movie my favorite movie? And it isn't their favorite movie of the year, but they love, they really enjoyed it. They were shocked of how much they enjoyed it. But for me, I fucking loved it. It's just so fun. So check it out, y'all. I highly right, suggest like it. Me. I,
2: I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's good. And it's just like I've, I've just heard people about like the choppy action and stuff like that, and I'm just like. I don't know why directors don't know how to shoot like real martial artists that don't need you know stunt doubles or quick cuts and like because I just saw that in Mortal Kombat a lot with Joe Taslim who's from The Raid and Iko Uwais, and uh, GI Joe is from is from The Raid as well and you know Andrew Koji obviously from but Warrior like you said he does but his
1: own stunts Andrew Koji
2: that's what I'm saying is that you don't need stunt doubles but they're still like cutting like different angles like just let them do the choreography with like a straight on shot. Like, let me see what they're doing because they can do it. You know, like I love, um, you know, ScarJo and Black Widow and stuff, but you can really tell they have to shoot around her having a stunt double. And, you know, like she almost got cast as Snake Eyes because, you know, <laughs> she's so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it was just like, she would have fit in so well in she's Japan. She's a chameleon. Yeah, like, like I mean, like, our, the Japanese people definitely wanted her to represent us, so... I mean, obviously, who wouldn't? Yeah, I thought the action was shot... I'm not... I, I don't... Since I'm newer to this genre, so to speak, I don't know exactly what to look out for, but I do know that I thought that the fighting scenes looked sick. Okay, cool. Really, really cool. Like, I, I think this movie is so fun... Hundred percent. If I was gonna pick one, this or old to see in theater, I would see Snake Eyes. Ten mm-hmm. out of ten times,
2: I think. I'm going you, tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow afternoon for Snake Eyes.
1: Let me know what you think.
2: I've been
3: seeing In the chat, David McKay. That's the movie where people go to a beach and they all get snake eyes,
1: right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly <laughs> what happens. Okay. Snake Eyes on Rotten Tomatoes is a fifty three percent. It's like, look, is that lower than the Shyamalan movie? I think. Yeah. Y'all oh, don't wow. know how to have fun. Fuck these. Crazy well, let me ask
3: you this about the Shyamalan. As long as you weren't
4: heartbroken. Yeah.
3: Yes, I own a lot of Shyamalan from like Sixth Sense on to, oh maybe Lady in the Water. After the, er, that, I didn't quite. But like, do you like genuinely like Shyamalan films, or do you genuinely, generally genuinely, genuinely, genuinely? genuinely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Robot time. It's Brett is having dog. a stroke and we you. need to help him
3: yeah right. Uh, because if you don't I mean I like his stuff but if you don't usually like it is that the problem or is it this just not as good as some like things like was six sense you went oh he's the he's the twist ending guy did you I see what check? you're
1: saying Brett I think that there are twists in this film that I actually really enjoyed I think that it's a lot of people don't love the way he I, I think it's in his writing like I think a lot of people have an issue with the like they like the initial story of all his movies but it's the way it lands it doesn't land well and a lot of people are like fucking scarred from it like I I've never gotten more story replies than when I posted I was watching it because people are a really interested to see if he's gonna get a movie that actually lands like six cents again yeah or if it was fucking horrific like some of the other movies I don't I haven't seen a lot of his movies but I know some people People are like scarred from some of them, like they don't like them,
3: really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I the, Unbreakable to me, I absolutely loved. That was a total uh, that was one that, like, I think didn't really get good reviews when it came out, or just kind of just went by. And we we bought it on sale at Best Buy and had or uh, uh, Blockbuster. The kids, I don't know if you know about that one, um, but that one we Best played awesome. on Heavy Rotation, uh, really loved that one, but I split, I liked. And then Glass was like, uh, "I've yeah.
1: seen those. I actually haven't seen them. Yeah, Unbreakable is great. I think I think Unbreakable is really good.
2: Unbreakable yeah. was, is like one of those movies like before its time. You know, like nowadays, like if if Unbreakable came out, it'd be like, oh, this is like Logan, dude. This is so yeah. cool.'
3: Yeah. So
2: Unbreakable is great. And but I I do think by the time The Village came out, everyone was looking for the twist." Because I love the score from The Village, and Roger Deakins did the cinematography of it, and it looks really good. And, like, Joaquin Phoenix and Bryce – it's, like – I feel like it's Bryce Dallas Howard's best performance. Um, But then, like, everyone was like, what's the twist? What's the twist? What's the twist? And so, like, it's really easily guessable. Um, But I don't know. It is something about his dialogue, Steph, that, like, it's just, like – it's so just unnatural. Like people don't talk like that. Yes. And when the rest of the movie isn't campy, like the dialogue is, it yes. sticks out so hard. Like no, if the movie's okay. campy, that makes sense. Like I like campy dialogue. It's fun. But when it's just the dialogue, but the movie's taking itself so fucking seriously, no, no, fake plants are <laughs> killing
1: me. No, we would never do. But like and then saying it out loud. Just give me a like... second. Yeah. It's a lot of verbal exposition constantly. <laughs> yeah. Like,
5: oh, and you know, Gosling donated of... forty dollars for the gold.
2: Thank you. Uh, you guys are awesome. Toad. You guys are seriously fucking Toad.
5: awesome.
1: Thank you so much. Where are Ew. we at, Malcolm Austin? We really, really appreciate that. Thank you, Malcolm. That
0: took us over three hundred.
1: Nice. Woo-hoo!
2: Thank you so
3: much, T. Gosling, James you're the man.
0: Wheeler, everybody else. Yeah. Really, really yeah. appreciate it. We thank love you guys y'all. so much.
3: Yeah, we really do. Much appreciated okay. on a tough day, guys. Thank you, thank you. But we're having fun, and but we all can agree that The Last Airbender was his best film, right? Yes. yes. Okay, good. Have you ever seen Lady
0: in the Water?
2: I, I That's one on I haven't <laughs> seen. Lady in the Water or The Visit. Those are the two and,
0: I've seen In Lady in the Water, M. Night plays a writer who... His work is going to change the world in the future.
2: Um, yes, and uh, there's a movie uh, critic that dies the most horrible death because it's he's the only
0: critic. character that. Sorry, spoilers. The only character that dies in the movie is the film critic. Yeah. Yep.
3: <laughs> um, it was cheaper wow. back then for us to buy like four when Blockbuster was going out of business, was oh, buy God. a bunch of stuff. We So we just bought a bunch. Of, all of my DVDs I have say Blockbuster on them, and they were Hell rental. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I had so many DVDs from Blockbuster.
1: Wow. <laughs> that you just kept?
2: Oh, I don't have them anymore because I replaced them with Blu-rays. But I think oh. I... But yeah, I bought like like 15, <laughs> okay, 15 uh, DVDs. Uh, like when Blockbuster went out of business.
1: You got surround sound?
2: I have a sound bar.
1: Oh. Why,
2: why is Steph like just like fucking. The, she, yo, you got you surround sound, dog? What, what, what you were we She's,
4: She's like. like with my crew. Right?
1: Because you flashed your lights at us and now we're going to pull up. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> skirt, skirt.
5: <laughs> uh,
1: wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> We just become designer. Panda. 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 <laughs> panda. Do I sound like a chopper? That was good. That was good.
5: Panda, I, got bra- panda, I got
1: broads panda, in da. Atlanta. Panda, panda, panda. Um, I got broads in Atlanta. No, designer really opened up a like, entire music. Like, he took... Well, Shit
3: What? Picture. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> you got, no, I said Shit, shithole. Uh, no, I mean it's all right.
1: I just but... saw a dick rocket fly through your <laughs> yeah your glasses.
3: Yeah, no, I was. I'm just like, yeah, I I see what you're saying, but also, goddamn, pay me to say a word over and over again on a song, please.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a hustle that I have to appreciate.
0: Another one,
1: right? It's like
2: it's one, it's one thing for them to to make it. It's another thing for us to endorse it and make them make money off of it so yeah. it's like it's not their fault we're all fucking idiots to listen to that a song a thousand times lyrics,
1: there's more lyrics in that song than i will like there are some songs that we have a few lyrics i don't like that but there are some that have a lot i don't some of them they're mumbling but they're still giving us some lyrics And I love this type of music, because I'm, like, really about the beat. It's so bad. (laughs) Roxy and Darina, like, cannot understand. I'm like, it's about the beat. It's really about the beat. Like, I'm saying some of the most outlandish shit, The
2: Whisper Song. The Whisper Song was the first time I realized that. Like, because I was, like, in high school when the Whisper Song came out. And they played it at a dance. I'm like, one... Planet, uh, where do you see my dick at a high school dance? It's a bold move there, DJ. But <laughs> Very yeah, bold. the whisper song is undefeated in only being about the beat.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we have made it to the end of the day or the end of Sen, but it is not the end of the day. Oh, I hope y'all have a great rest of your day. Thank you for sharing your morning or your afternoon with us or wherever you are in the world. Thank you for sharing your time with us. We have the best community in the world. We're so grateful for y'all. And I do. Oh, we got a light show. Ooh, oh yeah. That's Brett's for the, the club. That's for making the goal. Oh, yes. look at,
3: I'm like a, all right, I'm like Steph, a, we got to
1: pull
2: up to Brett's house and shoot him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm, like, Iron Man, but sexier.
1: Yes. We love you 3,000. But on behalf of Ben Goddard, we appreciate you, Ben. Brett Sheridan, love you. Alex Marzonia, don't forget the Enya. And Malcolm, we thank you so much. I'm Seth Sabra. Love y'all. And we will be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. PT. Peace.